and welcome to Let's Talk About Books, baby, where we talk with your favorite LGBTQ authors. I'm Anita Kelly, and my guest today is Bev Prescott. Hello, Bev. Hi, Anita. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Hey, thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk with you also. Uh, I was to say we've never met in person, um, so it's it's nice to, to at least finally get to chat in person. Yeah, likewise, yeah. likewise. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, so how are you doing um, overall in light of the world? <laughs> well, the world is uh, to quote one of my characters in Two Degrees. The world is wild and crazy, and um, I'm grateful that. All of the people, my, my friends, my family, they're all safe and, and healthy. Um, it's definitely a difficult time for all of us, not, not just because of the virus, but because of the politics and the uncertainty of things. And I, I like everyone else, I can uh, have bad days and get bogged down in the stress of it all, but I just try to take a step back and, and be grateful for the many, many things that I have to be grateful for. So, so overall it's a, it's a challenge, um, but I'm doing very well and, and uh, happy to have my health and, and many other, other good things in my life. How about you? I'm doing well. Um, you know, looking, uh, looking forward to some more debates and uh, you know, just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it is a crazy, crazy world right now. Um, yeah, well, I, I have uh, much higher hopes for tonight's debate than uh, any more presidential debates. That was just, it was so but shocking. It was, it was not how a bad debate. It was. it was not a debate. You know, no, it was. Yeah, not. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I just hope tonight Kamala just hands it to him. Yep. Yep. I agree. So. I'm I'm confident. I think, I think she will because she definitely has the higher ground for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I I would say she is more polished, um, just more intelligent, um, probably a better debater. So mm -hmm. and a better person. I'll uh, just say it. Yep. There you go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so let's talk about Two Degrees. Can you tell us about that? Sure. I would love to tell you about Two Degrees. Um, so with my writing, I, I tend to write um, books, particular books, because I want to explore subjects that interest me, that frighten me, that I want to know more about. And so Two Degrees was my way of exploring climate change and what might happen to the world if we continue to ignore a warming planet. And so um, that's the big picture. The, the more fine details of the story are that my protagonist, Sharon, early on in the story, her wife is kidnapped. And um, Sharon, who's a very guarded person, who's, you know, her, she, she spends her life trying to to protect herself and, and Eve, her wife, from the world. And now this, this one person that is all that she has left is gone. And so she goes on a quest across North America in search of her wife. And 
And this quest allowed me to show, uh, based on the research that I did, what might happen and how how the United States might look um, if, if, like I said, if we continue to ignore climate change. And it, it's also a story about friendship and family, finding family in, in places you wouldn't expect. And so over the course of Sharon's journey, which I would also call a hero's journey, she she learns to accept other people in her life. She learns to take risks and be more vulnerable with other people. So I, I consider Two Degrees at its heart to be a love story. It's, it's Sharon's quest to find her person who's been taken from her. And it's also uh, Sharon's love for the planet. She's a farmer. Uh, she very much loves nature. And then, you know, finding this, this ragtag, uh, eclectic group of people that, that become her family. And, and that gives her the hope that she needs to um, find a way to keep going on. And, and so that, 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 at its heart is what two degrees is about. Wow. That sounds amazing. Um, so what, what genre would you say it fits into, if any? Uh, so, so there's a, I, I would say it, it fits most squarely within what's called uh, the cli-fi genre. It's a, a new and emerging genre, which is, so instead of science fiction, it's it's fiction that's centered around climate change and how the world, like like I said, is m- might look in the future if we don't get a handle on this. Um, it's I, I would also consider it lesbian fiction because my protagonist is a lesbian, and at the heart of the story, it's it's about her the love of her for, the love she has for her wife and trying to find her, um, and it's also it's an adventure. Um, it was, it was a lot of, in a ways it was, in ways it was a lot of fun to write because I got to go on this adventure with Sharon across the country. And, um, so basically I'd call it climate fiction, cli-fi, uh, it's definitely lesbian fiction. Some might call it science fiction. Okay. It, it also sounds like it has, um, like an aspect of intrigue to it too. Oh yeah, def- absolutely, definitely, wow. yes. Wow. And and um, do we get to know Eve, or is she like just gone somewhere, and it's all about Sharon? It's all. It's really all about Sharon. It's not. It's not even so much. It, so yes, Eve is. It, Eve is in the backdrop, and Eve is that goal that Sharon is trying to reach, but. It's more about Sharon's journey and it's about the people that Sharon meets along the way and about how they come together to survive. And they survive by recognizing uh, the good that's in all of us and the, the different things that, that people contribute to the world to make the world a better place, like science and educators and artists. And, and so that's the kind of thing that I really wanted to explore. So you to answer your question, you don't really get to know Eve because it was the story really isn't about Sharon and Eve. It's about Sharon and her journey okay. in this world that is unrecognizable in many ways, but also very recognizable in that I think for each of us, you know, we the, the people that we love and care about 
you know, we'll, we'll go whatever distance we have to go to, to, to protect them. It sounds like a very timely novel also, um, very um, kind of parallel to what's happening in our world today. Not, yeah. not that someone is kidnapped, but the whole climate change and, and science versus fiction. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. It absolutely is. And it's uh, like when I, uh, I, I watch the news or I look at, all you know, think about all of these fires and and the storms, the mini storms that we're having this year, and it's 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 very frightening to me because all of the things that the scientists have predicted seem to be coming true right now in front of our eyes. It's not some far off thing that might happen. It's actually happening right now. That's scary. So. Um... I imagine you had to do a lot of research for this book, um, you know, since it took you across the country and on the subject of, of climate change itself. Um, yeah, I, I spent, um, I, so I first started thinking about writing Two Degrees in 2013 on a trip to Antarctica. Wow. And I was just, I was, I, I really wanted to learn about how, how things could change. Like, it's just, it's amazing to me, you know, when you take a step back and um, I think it was uh, Carl Sagan who had coined the phrase that the, the, um, the thin blue, what was it? The, the, the thin blue line, mm -hmm. like this, this at this tiny atmosphere on this isolated planet that we live on. It's, it's so amazing because it supports the life that as we know it, but we're really in a very fragile state. There's not much that is stands between us and, and a, a changing planet that could completely devastate how we're able to survive. And so, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time doing research. Um, again, I started this, started thinking about this book back in 2013 it it wasn't published until um 2018 so i, I definitely spent a lot of time looking at um you know how how the different areas of the united states might change so you know the midwest become becoming more desert like we have these more frequent storms where i live in the northeast dramatically changing um and then I also wanted to look at, I, for, for those who have read Two Degrees, one of the things that comes through is my belief that for all of the problems that we have, I really think that the answers are there. They're in nature. And so if we just look at how, how animals and insects adapt to the world, I think we can find ways that we can adapt as as these changes happen that, you know, some of the changes we might be able to slow down. And then there are other changes that I think are inevitable because we've gone too far. Right, right. In many ways we have um, that might not be uh, reversible, right? Right, right. So what... What was one of the most surprising things that you learned when you were doing your research for Two Degrees? 
the most surprising thing that I learned is that it is so with all of the information that we have out there, all of the science that's out there and that's been out there for decades and all of the things that are happening now, the thing that surprises me most is that this is that climate change is not the, the number one concern of every person on the planet. Like that, that's the thing that surprises me the most is that it's not something that we're, I mean, there are a lot of people concerned about it, but it's not the number one thing that we're worried about. And it really should be. Right, right. So, and some people don't believe in it, right? Yeah, I, I, to me, that's, it's mind boggling. It's absolutely mind boggling. Really is. So do you, are you familiar with, um, Darren Olean? Um, he, I think he was one of the creators of Shakeology and, um, he like more recently did, um, like a documentary series with Zac Efron. Okay. Um, Oh, Yes. Yeah, he is like that whole series. And, and really, he has devoted a lot of his life to um, climate change and, you know, uh, uh, creating a, a sustainable planet. And um, like you should really connect with with some of his work. It's you would love it, I think. Um, OK, yeah, great. He, he, and he has a podcast, too. Um, OK. Yeah, but I really enjoyed um, the the. The little, I guess, I don't know if it was a mini series, but you know, with with Zac Efron because they traveled to different parts of the world. Um, right. Yeah, that was so awesome. Um, and yeah, I I saw a couple of the a couple of the episodes, but oh, okay. but I haven't gotten very far in it, so I'll definitely keep watching. Yeah, it was great, and he uh, he amazes me. Um, you know, because this is not like his background, and yet he has made it his life's work. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. And, and in the middle of, or I guess it was not the middle, but toward the end of the f- filming of that series, um, his house in California was burnt down in. Oh my gosh. Front. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh. some friends of his, you know, went and like tried to salvage some things, but like he lost everything. Um, that it's just so tragic. It's yeah. just just tragic it's so tragic and it was so ironic that that's what he is somewhere else in the world doing yet here back at home like yeah it's happening uh yeah so um i understand that two degrees is coming out in audiobook is that right yes it should be i think it'll likely be out toward the end of october beginning of November. It's uh, the, the production has concluded and now it's being um, reviewed by ACX. I found an absolutely excellent narrator. Uh, her name is uh, Dominique Debel, and she just did a phenomenal job. In fact, it, after listening to her version of Two Degrees, I took a step back and I said to myself, this is her book now uh-huh. because she she absolutely she took the characters off the page and she made them real and she I, I couldn't have asked for a better job so i'm i'm excited for the audiobook not just for myself because i 
definitely want Two Degrees to be an audiobook, but I'm I'm really excited for Dominique because I think she did a phenomenal job. Oh, so cool. I really look forward to people being able to listen to what she did with the characters. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's uh, I'm hoping that's my next audiobook. So great, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know what I think. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So. Yeah. So like some of the care, like I, I did. Um, so at the beginning, when we started working together, of course, I, I gave her the, the backstories for, for all of the characters. I, I gave her a little bit of feedback in terms of how, how I heard their voices in my head. Mm-hmm. And she just, she, she took the ball and, and ran with it. And she, she made them even better than I, I conceived of them. So just, I'm really excited about it. Oh, that's so cool. That's awesome. Um, it's, that's nice to hear because, you know, it, that's your baby, right? That's your work. And, yes. Yeah. And it, it's, and so to feel like it belongs to somebody else now as well, that's really, that's really uh, rewarding for me. That's because nice she, to share too. Yeah. I think she, I, based on the care that she took to do the audiobook, I, I would have to think she cares about the the story and the characters as much as I do. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like she, you know, put her heart and soul into it. Yeah. So very cool. So, um, so Bev does like it, this was a lot of work, right? This, this book was five years in the making. Um, and so would you say that, that writing energizes you or does it exhaust you or neither? I would say it absolutely energizes me. I, I love writing. I, I, so, so the, the reason I write again is because I, I, I like to explore things that I'm interested in or that I don't understand or, or that's controversial. And I try to do it in a way that's, that's very neutral because I, I want to go into the story with, without, I, I try really hard mm-hmm. uh, to not go into a story where people might perceive what what my own political leanings or thoughts are on a subject. Okay. You know, it's, it, that's that's a hard thing to do, but I, I do try to do it. And and my goal is is to just try to figure out why people think the way they do about particular subjects. So, like with. Uh, the book before two degrees, my, the book about, um, firearms and uh, blowback. I, I wanted to do it in a neutral way where I'm, I'm really just trying to understand and, and, and using the craft of writing to be able to do that. And, and so for me, it's, it's very rewarding to be able to to tackle a story and come away feeling like I learned something about it because I, it's not for me, it's not about uh, like preaching to people and telling them you should think this way or that way. It's really about going on a journey to try to explore and under better understand things that I'm interested in or things that I care about. And so uh, to me, that's a, it is a very energizing thing to do. That's and awesome. I, I find it relaxing as well. Oh, that's great. That is really great. You know, I can, I kind of hear it in, in your voice that you're, you know, energized by it. Like you're, um, you display that, that comes through. So. Yeah. It's, I think 
trying to not make it a chore or something that I have to do is, is also really important. It's something that I, I want to do. It's not, you know, I don't say, Oh, I have to get this done by this, by this particular time, because then it becomes something else. So, so does that mean then that deadlines aren't like you don't work to a deadline like you just kind of let it flow and then you submit it well that's 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 a very good question so you know now when you have a publisher a publisher is you have to work with your publisher because in fairness to the publisher they're they're trying to get books out and they're trying to get them out in in a particular time frame so um i definitely try to be mindful of that. And I, I try to not promise things that I, I can't deliver on, but I, I, like with the, my work in progress now, the beekeeper, I did not meet a deadline that I had hoped to meet. Um, but, but that's because, uh, I took a, I, I took a different job than the one that I had before. And so it consumes, so much more of my time than my previous job. And so that, that has dramatically cut into, into the time that I have to write those darn day jobs. I know, I know. So, (laughs) but I'm just trying to get, get through that for now. So I, to answer your question, I, I don't want to say that timelines are not important, especially when you, you have a publisher and and you need to work with your publisher and, and try to get, books delivered on time. Um, but I also think that just being honest, you can't force things that aren't coming. And if you try to just get something done in order to meet a deadline, I think that, that, that can cause problems with the writing. I mean, then you're not, you're not really doing the story justice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can understand that. So what do you think then, are the components of a good story? I think first and foremost, um, writing real characters that the reader really wants to root for and care about. And what I mean by that is I, I like to write messy characters that, you know, not, they're not people that have a lot of money. They're not people that drive fancy cars or, or particularly they're just, they're just, average everyday people that are trying to get by in the world doing the right thing. And sometimes they make mistakes and sometimes they, they achieve great things that they never thought they could achieve and, and doing it and writing those characters in a way that people really care about them. I, I also think stories should leave us feeling like we got to go someplace that we never could go otherwise and, or, or we were able to learn something that, that surprises us. Um, and, and, and is also in a, in, in some ways an adventure that makes us want to keep turning the page. So for me, it's really characters that you can go on a, a journey with and you learn something along the way with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you just want to keep, you want to keep turning the page because you care about the characters, you care about their where they're going and, and, uh, you're what, a part of their life. 
Yeah, exactly. You, you really are. I mean, it's probably cliche to say this, but it's really, you really dive into the story with them and you're, you're that fly on the wall that's watching it all play out and you don't want to be disturbed by other things in life because you just want to stay in the story with them mm -hmm. until you get to the end. Yeah, that that makes for an awesome book, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It really does. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely love finding books like that. Yeah. So. So what do you do when you're not writing? Uh, so um, right now with, with COVID um, and my, my new job, that takes up most of my time. And so when I'm, when I'm not writing, which I actually, I, I haven't been able to spend much time writing in the last year uh, because of this, of the work that I'm doing now. And also um, my spouse and I, just moved to Maine. So we're, we're selling our house in Massachusetts. Um, so we've just been really busy with a lot of things that are not necessarily the things that I love. Um, but so what I would prefer to do is things like take care of my honeybees, go hiking, go kayaking. <laughs> um, I just, I, I love to be outside. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're building a, a barn right now. And I just, I just I I I just can't wait to like get outside and and work in the barn and and see what it becomes. So so, I, so you and your spouse are building a barn like yourselves. You're doing it? Uh no, we're no we we actually for this one we we um hired a a, a local barn builder to to build the barn for us, but wow. you know, it's it's like it's being a, a a benefit of teleworking is, is that I'm here all day. So yes. I can, I, I just look out my window and I see the guys putting up the barn and I'm seeing it go up from, you know, the very first board to today we got our uh, cupola and weather vane and a roof installed. So oh, cool. um, yeah, it's really, it's very exciting. So what so. made you decide to, to move to Maine? Um, so we, have had our property in Maine for about 20 years. Yeah. Um, and we just, to me, when I'm here, I feel like I'm home. Um, I, I was born in, in the mountains of the, I was born in Idaho. I was raised in Indiana. I went to school in North Carolina. I was in the air force in New York. So I've been all around the country and Maine is the place that I feel like I'm at home. And this move that we've that we've recently made, I, I, I said to, to my spouse, I, I don't think this, this I'd never want to move again. This is the last place I ever want to be. So I, I just to, to me, Maine feels like home and it has has for a very long time. So I'm just so happy to finally be here every single day. That's so awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That's Thanks. So cool. Very cool. So um, you mentioned a book that's coming out called, or that uh, is out called Blowback. Uh, so Blow Blowback was my third book. And I'm trying to think about when that was. I'm not a very fast writer. Um, usually I, I, so I've, I've published four books. I've had four books published okay. and I would say that, you know, on average, 
I publish a book every two to three years. Um, So Blowback was the book before Two Degrees. And that one, I don't know, maybe maybe it was actually 2013 now that I think about it. 2013, 2015. Um, So, yeah. And what was your first book you had published? So the first book I published, um, I think that was in 2010. That was My Soldier 2. So that was a story. That was that was a romance. Um, and it was about a, uh, a woman who falls in love with a soldier. And this is before uh, same-sex marriage was recognized. It, it was before, um, it was actually during the time of don't ask, don't tell. So it was, it was exploring how how her relationship um, progressed in this backdrop of Desert Storm and Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and that was very much a romance. Okay. And uh, yeah, that was I, I would say that that was um, that's among the my favorite of the four books I've published. Is it really? I, I would say that one. And two degrees are my my two favorites. And if I had to choose one or one over the other, it would definitely be two degrees. Okay. You know, um, other other authors have told me that that that's like asking a parent which child is your favorite. That it's not a fair question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> still ask (laughs) well you know for me it's um so i think i can so so my soldier 2 my first book is among my favorites because it was my first book because i took a chance on doing something that i always wanted to do which was write a book and so it'll always be special to me because it was my first book and it it told me I could, I could do it. I could write a book and be proud of it. And then two degrees is the one I'm most proud of because every book I write, I really try to get better at the craft of writing. I try to get deeper in terms of exploring characters. And so I think two degrees is my best book. And so right now I would, I would say because of that, it's my favorite book. Oh, that's so awesome. That really is. Um, and do you have like anything? I think you did mention that you have a work in progress, right? I do. Uh, it's it's called The Beekeeper. Um, would and, that be you? Well, you know, I would say that The Beekeeper is probably, uh, of all my books, the one closest to me personally. And it's, it's about um, a journey for, for – so I think a lot of us when we're younger, we get bogged down in um, this notion of what we're supposed to be. And we get bogged down in, in this notion of I have to prove myself to the naysayers. And so at some point along the way, for me and my – me in particular in my early fifties, I've come to a place where I don't really care about what the naysayers have to say anymore. I don't have anything to prove anymore. And like what really matters to me are 
are the people that I care about and, and, and home, like this place in Maine. And so the, the protagonist in two degrees in, in the beekeeper. So she comes to this realization and I use the honeybees as a way of showing how, how we're connected to these people that they're, they're like our colony. And what I love about honeybees is that they, they can't exist on their own. They, they can only exist with their colony and they will do anything to protect that home and that family, their colony. But they're also very adventurous. And uh, you know, you've got your, um, the, the bees that go out and forage and so they can, you know, they, they can fly as far as two miles away from, from their colony, find a flower, find this needle in a haystack, and then make it all the way back home and manage to communicate to the other bees where this great flower is. And so it's, so I think honeybees can teach us a lot about um, connectedness, how to take care of each other, how to be resourceful, how to work hard. And, and so the beekeeper is, is essentially about that. Oh, that sounds like a great story. It really does. And do you have any idea on when that will be out? So I am hoping to finish um, the, I'm hoping to finish the manuscript next year and with the goal of Bywater Books putting it out um, towards the end of next year, okay. maybe the beginning of the year after that. I, you know, I've, I've, um, you know, I, I, I've missed my, I have to be honest, I've missed my deadline in terms of turning in the manuscript, but, <laughs> but what I love, what I just, I, I could not be more grateful and happy to um, be an author with Bywater Books because they're very patient and they've, you know, really understand that you, you want to produce the best book possible. And sometimes life gets in the way and we're not able to meet the deadlines. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for their confidence in me and, and their patience with me as well. So oh, that's so nice. That's great. So have you always published with them? Um, no, my first two books were published by blue feather books, oh, okay. which, yeah. And then, um, Oh my God, I cannot believe I'm, it's like completely out of my brain. Uh, hold on one sec. I got to look at the book. Uh, no, I totally understand. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's not unusual for me to have some kind of lapse. And Yeah, so sorry about that. So Blowback, Blowback um, was published by um, Bedazzled Inc. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah, think so. I just, uh, I talked with some folks from Bedazzled Inc. Yeah. 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 So, but it's, um, yeah, like that was back in, I think that was back in, oh, it was actually 20, yeah, 20, 2014 that that was published. Um, yeah. So, um, then this last one, uh, two degrees was your first one then with Bywater? Yes. Okay, yep. cool. Very cool. Yep. Good for you. Yep. Yeah, thank you. So, so Bev, if you could tell your younger self anything, 
what would it be? What would you have needed to know? Yeah, I would, I would tell myself, uh, kid, stop worrying so much. Uh, the naysayers are wrong and you've got this. Just go with it. Uh, honest to God, that is great. Um, and isn't that the truth? <laughs> how much we worried when in younger days, you know, oh, yeah. about everything. Exactly. So much wasted worry. Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, and, and it's an important message for especially LGBTQ kids today. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to be okay. You know, it all works out. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, so do you, do you hear from your readers and, and if you do, like, what do they have to say to you? Um, occasionally I, I hear from readers and I think, um, the common theme would be, and this is, this is gratifying to me, um, that, you know, because as I mentioned, I, I, I tend to write about topics that I want to explore. And so, you know, readers will, the, the ones who contact me will, you know, we'll have a dialogue about that. Like, uh, so with blowback, a dialogue about firearms or with two degrees, a dialogue about climate change. And so we will we'll have a conversation about the subject, which was the thing that I wanted to explore. And so that's, that's gratifying when someone reaches out and says, Hey, you know, I, I really enjoyed your, your story. And I, I want to talk to you about something I hadn't thought of, or I didn't know. And, uh, or they'll, you know, I'll learn something from them. Um, that I didn't know. Yeah. So you know yeah. that it's it's an important topic. It's an important you know discussion, and that's you know a, as an author that must be quite fulfilling. It is. It absolutely is because I, again, I I always want to learn something when I either read or write something, and so if I if I've helped someone just take a step back and think about something through a different pris prism yeah. or, you know, ask a, a, a question they hadn't thought about asking to me. That's, that's why I write. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. Um, so Bev, how would our listeners contact you? Um, so right now my website is under construction so the best way to contact me would be at um, my gmail address which is bevprescott at gmail.com uh, i'm also on facebook uh, and twitter as bev prescott okay so facebook and twitter all right good to know um so do you have any any parting words for our listeners today um, well, uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart, uh, to those who've read my books. Uh, thank you for those, to those who are thinking about reading them, um, reach out to me anytime. And, uh, to you, Anita, thank you so much for having me on your show. It's a, a privilege and I'm really grateful to be able to talk with you. Hey, Bev, um, thank you for being here. So we've been talking with Bev, Bev Prescott. Um, and we're talking about her 
most recent uh, publication called Two Degrees, and you can look for the audio book um, to be out on the market at the end of October or the beginning of November, around in there. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Thank um, you, Nita. Yeah. So um, again, that's all the time we have for today. Um, and I'm Anita Kelly, and thanks for joining. Let's talk about books, baby. So until next time, may your journey be lighthearted and peace be plenty. And stay safe, folks.